So guys, welcome back to episode 29 of the Humanity Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. One sec, there's a big fucking spider in front of me, I have to get rid of it. So, so episode 29 of the Humanity Jiu-Jitsu Podcast, and I'm here with Scarlett Liliafush. Hey. There, I said it right. Said Thank it right. you, perfect. <laughs> okay, so Scarlett, you want to tell everyone where you're from and where you train in case they want to get around with you sometime? Yeah, sure. So I'm British, Swedish. Um, but I'm currently living in Sweden. I live in Jönköping and I train at JJK Samurai here in Jönköping. So if anybody's in Sweden, come find me. I <laughs> 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 uh, see. You probably get this a lot. They're like, oh, do you know John Thomas? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know of him. He, we don't know him like on a personal level, but yeah, I know him. <laughs> yeah. Do you get that a lot since you're like you're you're in Sweden? Like, oh, do you know this famous Swedish black belt that is obviously not everyone knows? Uh, no, actually, that's the first time I've been asked. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how'd you get into martial arts, and did you train anything before starting jiu-jitsu? Yeah, so um, I first started like martial arts, I guess, when I was a teenager. I was around 16. I started judo, and I didn't do it for very long. Um, actually, I have a background in gymnastics and dance, so um, that had started to become less of a role in my life, and I was looking to start something new, and so when I was 16, I was like, yeah, I want to try judo. It looked really fun, and I'd watched the Olympics and stuff, so I, I did that for maybe a year. Um, I wasn't training a lot, maybe just once a week, but I did a couple of grading. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it, but you know, I was in sixth form at the time, and life took over. I went to university and didn't train. Um, but then when I was 24, 25, I was looking to start up again. I was really looking to do something new and I wanted to get back with judo, but I was actually living in Jordan at the time in the Middle East and I couldn't find any judo clubs. So I was looking for something similar and I found jujitsu. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try it out, see what it's like. It's probably not as good as judo, but I went along and I really loved it and that's kind of where it started so yeah mm. so yeah what would you say is the thing you struggled with most in like your early days of training was there a certain thing that was just hard to pick up in your in your, in your case um I wouldn't say there was one specific thing I remember it's actually quite funny when I started I hated playing guard which is hilarious because now that's basically all I do <laughs> um <laughs> But I, I didn't get the concept of the guard and I always wanted to be on top. So I found it difficult, you know, when kind of when you start a match, um, I just was always hoping that the other person would be full guard. <laughs> I still wasn't very good at takedowns, which is also funny because of having done a little bit of judo. Um, so, yeah, I found that a little bit difficult of how to kind of actually start when you start a match kind of thing. Makes sense. <laughs> mm, nah, yeah. that makes perfect makes perfect sense. See, so, yeah. uh, speaking of competition, what was your first sort of experience in, and like how to how to go for you your first sort of competition? Yeah, my first competition was actually when I was a brand new blue belt. I hadn't competed at all at white belt. I didn't get the opportunity, unfortunately. Um, it was a local tournament. I was still living in Jordan at the time, um, and I just had one match, and uh, I managed to win that. But then the month after, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to World Pro. <laughs> um, so I went to World Pro, and I lost my... F Actually, I, I got disqualified in my first match. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pretty unlucky. <laughs> how, did, how, did you, how did you manage that? 
<laughs> I ripped the knee, so I got disqualified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you ever see those yeah. matches where uh, the say they're playing single leg X on the ground and your man just puts the foot across and yeah. he reaps him, he reaps himself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was going. I thought I was being clever. I was going for a, a straight foot lock, and I put my leg far way too far too over. Um, me not knowing what I was doing <laughs> so yeah I got disqualified I was like what what the hell and actually it's really funny if you if you look at the um, the recording of it I was so confused and the other girl also had no idea what was going on because the, the referee asked us to stand up and we were like what what and mm-hmm. then he just <laughs> he disqualified me and the girl was like what the hell <laughs> so yeah anyway. uh, man see so, um I just love the instances where they do it to themselves and they're screaming, oh, ref, he's ripping me off. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really unfortunate when somebody kind of makes you reap. Screw that job. So, yeah, do you prefer competing under a certain rule set? Um, Mostly I've done IBJJF. um, And the UAJJF or the AJP tour rules were always almost identical but recently they've just changed them and I had the opportunity to compete under the new rules in March and like going into it I thought it would be really interesting because I think that the the action would be more and stuff but actually I got caught out quite badly with the you get penalties for putting your hands inside the pants from the back you can't hold in the pants anymore so that really threw me off because I feel like a lot of my game at the moment is using that grip um, so yeah that was difficult um, but I would like to get better at that although I would still say I prefer IBDJF at the moment um, I did also last year do ADCC rules which was really fun um, it was a little bit more strategic planning kind of because of my game as well um, I don't like takedowns <laughs> let's say again um, so I had to kind of work around that, which I was actually interesting. Yeah, you, your audio's kind of cut out a little. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I think you yeah. were like, were you leaning back where you're saying that, and then like, because the microphone got like really far oh, away. I, I think I got too excited to put my finger over the microphone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. since uh, you since you don't like takedowns, that's a good time yeah. to mention that this podcast is sponsored by BGJ Fanatics. No, it isn't. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> Uh, it, was I was good, it was a good um, opportunity in ADCC rules to like make me stand up and I had to do something about it. So yeah, that was good. <laughs> mm. See, that's one good thing about the sort of quarantine. I'm like watching more sort of wrestling stuff because like mm-hmm. I, I never was good at wrestling and, you know, more, more judo and stuff. You know, I've gained an appreciation. Plus, I've watched way more Nogi, which I didn't like Nogi at all okay. beforehand. Yeah, that's cool. Gives you know. time to look at other things. Plus, in Ireland, we we can we can open up the gym again in, in the nine days. Aha! Uh-huh. How how has it been in Ireland, coronavirus? Well, well, very low, as you as you know, okay. even for a, a low sort of thing, it was low here. You know, it was barely. Yeah. You know. Sweden's been pretty different because we we've never had a lockdown. Um, life has pretty much gone on as usual, but um, gyms did close. They closed. Uh, at the beginning of March but they opened up uh, a week ago let's say I think around a week or 10 days ago so I've been back to training and it feels amazing ah <laughs> mm. uh, you know it's just, uh, see I know lots of the gyms were doing like zoom class I say zoom stock has skyrocketed because of the corona thing yeah <laughs> they're in the money now but see didn't even know what it was before this 
Exactly, no one did. But see, like, uh, they were doing conditioning classes and stuff and solo drills and yoga and the like on Zoom classes. It's just not the same. In uh, right. it's, it's nowhere near yeah. as fun. Like, yoga's a close second because yoga's fine, but conditioning is fucking bullshit. <laughs> now, I'm kind of, I don't really mind doing conditioning, but I don't like doing yoga, which is really weird because people think I do yoga because I'm kind of flexible, but... Um, no, uh, me and yoga don't mix, mix, so it's kind of all jujitsu or nothing with me. <laughs> hmm. It's funny that you bring that up because this podcast is actually sponsored by Yoga Free JJ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't. I, man, no, I've, got, I've got nothing against yoga. I just don't do it that much personally. So. Uh, see, I made a joke. Uh, I make memes on my Instagram and see, I put yeah. one up saying um, it was like a, a joke about... Uh, being injured in jiu-jitsu and all your injuries going up and i put in the caption this this meme is not sponsored by yoga for bjj and it got it got flagged as like a a branded content sort of thing like is this branded content you have to say whether or not you're being sponsored to say this i'm like it clearly says i'm not being not not sponsored (laughs) like what the hell ah see very weird uh do you have a favorite submission under your belts that you've caught in competition I love triangles (laughs) it hasn't always been that way but at the moment I really love triangles and um yeah I would say recently I have got quite a few triangles um in competition so yeah no I tell you whoever created a triangle is burning in hell right now I hate them so much (laughs) really (laughs) why do you hate them I it's I like I've never been triangles in competition mind you but I I it's just me defending them. It's not like amazing because getting my posture back is really annoying. Yeah. Some people can be really good at defending them, though. You have to really watch out. But yeah, um, yeah. It, it, I don't know. It just feels so satisfying when you get one. Like you close it up, you tighten it, you get the, oh, it feels good. <laughs> like uh, the last time I triangled someone was September of last year. It, that's just oh, not really? In, that's, triangles just aren't in my toolbox. Like, I'll get uh, triangle position and hit a Kimura while they think I'm triangling them. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. see, get this. I'll tell you something funny. See, here's my triangle defense. Here's what I do. Mm-hmm. I get I get my head out and I make them omoplata me and I just escape the omoplata because I'm good at escaping omoplatas. Okay, yeah. Don't think, don't Fair work enough. harder. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Don't work harder, work smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they have an amazing omoplata game. Then nah. <laughs> super super flexible shoulders and i don't care uh-huh. yeah <laughs> uh, just let it pop it's fine <laughs> that's nothing to it i uh, see what was your first sort of seminar in jiu-jitsu and do you remember what was taught at it I... maybe maybe just a kind of club seminar we had uh i haven't been to that many i can only think of two or three that I've been to right now yeah maybe um at my club here in Sweden we had uh uh two black belts come down from Norway um and that was really cool we did um lapel guard stuff and that was something completely new for my game but I've used it since and it's been really really effective so that was really cool did you just call Um, it lapel guard Ah, uh, lapel guard. Sorry. Lapel. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. My brain is is not on today. Lapel guard. Yeah. Um, but I recently went to one in England when I was over for a couple of competitions. Um, 
I went with uh, it was an Adam Vardinsky seminar with Butterfly Guard, and that was really Ooh. really cool. So yeah, that was awesome. Oh, I'm a I'm big into Adam Vardinsky. I went to seminar by him in December as well. He's yeah. a pretty good, pretty good one. Yeah, it was really good because he showed us, um, you know, not just the basics, but you know, the ins and outs and what to do when this the person reacts this way, which was so helpful. So yeah. Mm. I uh, see. He he like uh, he showed me this one little grip to adjust on a guillotine when you're attempting a different butterfly guard, as opposed to having mm-hmm. an, ar- an arm in. It's sort of you can slide it out and put like an arm out, like a uh, just a no arm guillotine, and just press it into their your forearm, like right into their shoulder and stuff. Yeah. Like it's it's. I think you showed tight. us the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool because I controversial statement, controversial statement. I do not think arming guillotines fucking work. I, I don't use guillotine so much, so I can't really say, I guess. I uh, know. I use that position to go to the anaconda, so, I, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, see, have you ever learned something from a seminar that's become, like, an integral part of your game? Like, something's just meshed really well? I know you haven't gotten to a lot of them, but does anything really uh, stand out? Um, yeah, I would say, like, the the lapel guard stuff has really had an effect with me and I've definitely integrated it into my game I love the butterfly guard stuff but I don't feel like I've managed to really apply it yet I think I need um to take more time and to study that much more I mean obviously it's extremely effective but yeah the the lapel stuff has has really worked for me I feel Mm. uh sorry we did get one question off the Instagram I mentioned to her earlier said I didn't but we did get one it's Uh like uh uh, how do you balance being a mom and a really good jiu-jitsu competitor? Um, how do I balance it? Well, I guess it's kind of not really seeing it as one or the other. Like, I'm really lucky my daughter is just an awesome kid. <laughs> I know every parent <laughs> thinks that, but, like, she it, she takes it in her stride. You know, I take her along to training. Um, I don't have any immediate family that live around me, so it's either a choice of training or not training. Um, and she comes along and I'm really lucky that I've got really supportive people around me. My club is really supportive and, you know, she thinks that all my training partners are just friends. <laughs> she feels super Aww. comfortable with everybody. So it's really good that, um, you know, she's happy when she's there, um, which makes it easier for me. So I don't feel so guilty about bringing her on. <laughs> um, and then just, you know, making time, making time for her. So before we go to training making sure that i give her the time that she needs before you know before it's my time really mm. so yeah uh, have you ever like um uh, has she like expressed interest in doing jujitsu when she gets a little older like what's the sort of deal yeah she always comes up to me and be, Mom, she calls it juju so <laughs> yeah she jumps on me and rolls around and yeah it's it's quite hilarious it's not jujitsu obviously but it's it's something more like crazy kid mma um but yeah she knows what it is and she has her own little gi um, and she's very excited about she says i want to go to a juju competition and get a medal i'm like yeah I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. Well, I went to a competition one time, and this woman, she had a baby in a little tiny gi and a little tiny black belts. So I'm thinking, ah. <laughs> I, I was like, I thought she had to be 18 to get black belts. That's that's, yeah, right. what I, that's, what I, that's what I thought at first. I was like, oh, wait a second. Bit early. <laughs> a, uh, I thought you had to be 16 to be a blue belt. What the hell? Yeah, something's gone wrong there. <laughs> I, I sense some uh, favoritism in the gym there. 
not not a fan. Okay. <clears throat> right, so, guys, we've reached a segment of the podcast I like to call Around the Specifics. It's just a bunch of random questions, some about jiu-jitsu, some aren't about jiu-jitsu. So, do you want to do Around the Specifics, Scarlett? Perfect. What would you say is your favorite gi in your collection? Ah, my favorite gi. Well, I'm sponsored by Okami Fight Gear. So obviously my favorite gis are Okami gis. Actually, they they genuinely are. They're really, really great quality. Um, They're really light. Um, Nothing has ever gone wrong with them. They hold up through crazy training. So definitely my Okami gis, yeah. That was the most convincing ad read on this podcast yet. It's true. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm more of a tatami man myself. I love tatami. Uh-huh. Well, that's, yeah. that's me. I never yeah. even heard of Oka- Okami until uh, yeah, I saw your profile. A, yeah, they're a German company. They're, um, mm. they're really nice views. I check them out because they've got excellent um, stuff, you know, rash guards and everything else. So mm. quality is really, really high. Mm. Who would you say is the most famous person you've rolled with? Mm, famous person. You mean in jiu-jitsu or like just generally? In jiu-jitsu. Um, probably I would say, well, um, I rolled in London with Gabriella Fechta, Brazilian black belt. Um, oh, that, that really narrows it down. A Brazilian black belt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think she's Czech, Matt. So, um, yeah, she's probably the best one, best, uh, most known person I rolled with or actually it was that I have a funny story um I rolled with a girl that's actually in the UFC she came to our club because she has friends in our club and I had no idea who she was like legit no idea and she asked to roll I was like yeah sure and um you know said thanks and bye and then when I got home I was like oh my god I saw, you know, saw her pictures and stuff. She's in the UFC and I had no idea. And I gave her a kind of not enough respect. I feel I was so embarrassed. Uh, well, I, I say she's kind of used, uh, sick of people, sick of fainting all over. So maybe the fact that you treated Perhaps. her like a normal person, she was, she was happy with that. Maybe, I, I have no idea. <laughs> maybe it was uh, refreshing. I don't know. Yeah, I was embarrassed. <laughs> uh, what would you say is your favorite TV show growing up? favorite tv show um i have no idea i never watched that much tv growing up to be honest uh, fair enough can't be uh, you were outside like <laughs> no like a outside like a regular person <laughs> so yeah what would you say so what, what was your first video game console and did you have a favorite game in it uh, okay, so my my brother was the gamer in the house, but I always used to watch and play along. So um, I think we had a SNES, a Nintendo SNES, when I was like really young, four or five years old. That was our first one. But then my favorite one has to be The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. It's got to be the best game. <laughs> mm. Nah, that's a pretty good one. Uh, what's it? Uh, that, that's like... Everyone thinks that's like the best game ever made. I'm just, I just played it a few years ago. I'm like, is it though? Is it really? Oh, no. it's so good. It's. I think it's because it was maybe the first in a, the first of its kind. I don't know. Mm. Maybe I'm. I'll, get, I just... <laughs> I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it credit because it did a lot of things right. But you know, it hasn't really aged like spectacularly. You know, it's obviously good. At Perhaps. Time, yeah, maybe I it's just know. good old memories for me. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's uh, rose-tinted glasses or scarlet-tinted. Yeah, maybe. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I love puns. See, what would you say is your most embarrassing injury, whether it be a jiu-jitsu injury or a non-jiu-jitsu injury? Uh, okay, um, I would say, yeah, my first World Pro, that one that I told you I got disqualified. Like the day before, I was rolling with my husband, Yanal, who is also a black, he's a jiu-jitsu black belt. And um, we were rolling and he got a toe hold on me and uh, uh, he was like, are you going to tap? I was like, no, I don't feel anything. I'm going to defend this and get out. And I was like, are you going to tap? No, didn't tap. And of course, like my whole ankle popped. <laughs> and um, that was really embarrassing because I should have tapped. <laughs> so, uh, I... And then I had to compete the next day with a broken ankle. <laughs> so, oh, God. Yeah, did, did you say to him afterwards like oh why'd you break my ankle like well you yeah didn't tap. yeah well why did you do, i'm i'm a blue belt why didn't why did you do a toe hold on me yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's, if you could ban one guard or position from competition what would it be and why i would ban you mean from like ibjf competition or any, just uh, anything in general, just any position that you just hate so much that you don't want to see it ever again in competition. I don't want anybody to ever do close guard on me. I want to be able to do it on other people, but they're not allowed to do it on me. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's totally fair. Uh, well, uh, in this hypothetical scenario, it doesn't matter if it's yeah. fair or not. You can do what you want. Mm, yeah, yeah. Nobody's allowed to do close guard on me. I hate it. Mm. Uh, do you have any nicknames inside the gym? No, I don't. Not that I know of. <laughs> Maybe I do, but I don't know of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, anyone who trains with her, send me her nicknames that you t- say behind her back. <laughs> yeah, please do. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, do you have a favorite song to roll to? Yes, I do. I love to roll to um, Sandman by Metallica. That's like, if that comes on and I'm rolling, you better be wet because <laughs> it gives me so much energy i go like i go crazy with that song i don't know why Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know it's a pretty good one in my opinion i think yeah. do you head do you head bang while you're rolling to it uh, a little bit yeah <laughs> uh you should see kurt oziander he like blares like heavy metal while he's rolling he's always head banging oh, while, he's, while he's just strangling you yeah, oh, good <laughs> maybe not so good for me <laughs> <laughs> uh see if you could uh if you could time travel to any historical period where would be your first stop any historical period mm. i'd go to the ancient egyptians any uh, particular fun. reason you want to see the pyramids getting built yeah that's super cool like i i i don't know maybe i not fantasize what's the right word um i don't know i'm just kind of really interested in the culture and they have like really pretty things <laughs> they just always look so beautiful or at least i guess that's in our imagination of what they look like this seems like a really cool time <laughs> so so yeah do you have a favorite philosophical quote no i don't do quotes <laughs> there are quotes everywhere I, I always read everybody's awesome quotes i'm like damn why can't i find good quotes like you no i, I don't have any fancy ones sorry yeah, I got a good one for you if you want to hear it. Go on then. It's about jiu-jitsu as well, so. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Don't start leg fight, you can't leg win. Yeah, why not? 
<laughs> I guess, okay, I have like a, not, I wouldn't say it's a quote, it's something I heard. Um, it's like when when guys start jujitsu, they they find out how weak they are, but when women start jujitsu, they find out how strong they are. I really like that one. That's pretty good. See, uh, what would you say is the worst movie you've ever seen in your whole life? The worst movie I've ever seen? Um, I hate Dumb and Dumber. I hate it. Oh. I don't know why. I like I like I like the first one. I can appreciate it, but the second one, garbage. I know, it was twenty yeah, years I after the fact. I don't find it funny. It's not funny to me. Yeah. So yeah, got a bit of a moral conundrum here for this question. If if you're up okay. for it. So yeah, would you rather cure cancer or solve world hunger? Um, that's a hard one. I would probably say solve world hunger because. I think it's something basic, you know, people should have enough to eat and it's something that we can do for everyone. Whereas like having cancer, I okay, that's super, super unfortunate, but it's something that happens to you, I guess. Um, and not everybody is going to get cancer, I guess, but mm. if you're, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of rambled that one. I would, I would choose world, solving world hunger. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you are president of Earth, what's the first law you'd enact? Everybody has to do jujitsu. It's mm. a pretty good one because you know it makes it makes everyone less of an asshole, so you'll yeah. solve a lot of problems like that. <laughs> Not to mention. I think a lot of foreign policy problems could be sorted if you made the leader of each country fight each other in a jiu-jitsu match. Yeah, that's such a good idea. It'd be hilarious if, like, different countries had their own kind of, like, specialism in jiu-jitsu. That would be really funny. Mm. I think it'd make the world a better place. Definitely. Go for that one. (laughs) Ah, see. What would you describe as your jiu-jitsu spirit animal? Jiu-jitsu? Oh, um, maybe a snake maybe a snake because people say you know i i'm quite flexible um and people say like i don't have any bones i know snakes have bones but they're pretty flexible so i'm gonna go with a snake Mm. you ever see a snake skeleton it looks so weird no i haven't it it looks very weird that's all i'm gonna say okay i will have to google that one (laughs) okay so we got the last question here are you ready for the last question? Ready, ready. I wish I had a drum set so I could do a drum roll, but you know, <laughs> we're not doing that anymore. So uh, what you, what would you say is the most important lesson you've learned from all your years of training jiu-jitsu? The lesson I've learned. Um, don't underestimate anyone, but also don't underestimate yourself. Mm. Um, I think those, thing, those two things have been super important um, in my competition life let's say um and i've learned a lot from both of them i think mm. all right so guys we've reached the end of the podcast if you want to follow scarlet's at scarlet roxanne it, it'll be in the description anyway if you want to just click that so scarlet you've entered the same before we shoot off thanks no thank you <laughs> thank you for having me it's great it was really great to speak to you thanks ah thanks uh, so guys, it was 